Hi, this is Arthur Needham from iNumismatics. Over the course of the past few weeks, we have been asked a number of questions about some of our discussion papers. So these will be answered one by one in a series of new podcasts. The first question is about our discussion paper on grading and collecting coins. It appears that everybody does not agree that coins with all the attribution information on them should be worth more than a very pretty coin that has attribution details missing. Hmm, is my reply. I simply say hmm because a key coin needs to be fully attributed and have the full details on it. That is a simple explanation. Machine-struck coins are expected to have all the details on the coin plan, and, and if they don't, it is a processing mint error and is another area of collection. Many hand-struck coins have dies larger than the coin, and vital information may be missing from the strike. Therefore, it is our view that coins with vital information missing should be described as incomplete, and if they are in fact graded, should be marked incomplete for attribution. So in our view, it does not matter how pretty the coin is or how appealing it looks, it should have a lower value. Simply put, what is inscribed on the coin is the most important part of the coin, and if full attribution is not available, then the coin must be devalued. No coin, that is, not able to be completely attributed should be worth more than a coin that can be completely attributed. So we now come to rarity and hand-struck coins. Many people enjoy knowing how many coins are actually struck, and in most modern machine-struck series this is somewhat known. In fact, many were struck in the millions. When we come to hand-struck coins, there are often no records so there is no real method of understanding true rareness other than noting how many others of that type have been found in collections. But let us look at the word type, and we find that the market for hand-struck coins is often driven by the superficial collector of prettiness rather than the collector of real history. Let's take a look at, for example, any hand-struck coin, be it Greek, Roman, Mughal, Sultanate, or anything for that matter. We asked two simple questions. One, do I know what a complete coin should look like? Two, does the coin in my hand have complete die details? Question two follows question one. So question one has to be understood first. So we come back to rareness in coins of our research from India, and let's take the Mughal Empire, for example. We often hear words like, one, oh, that's a common ruler, or two, oh, that's a common mint. But let's peel away the layers and ask how common are some of these coins with absolutely complete details on them? How many actual types are there within a ruler and a mint? These types also include, at the prime collecting level, date combinations. So you have to ask yourself a simple question. Do I personally collect meaningless prettiness, or do I collect absolute, pristine history? 
Great collectors collect pristine history because they understand that the rare coins, even within the market-driven prettiness orientation, often come from things that are often called common by those not astute enough to recognise the reality of coin minting and coin usage. Our next quick discussion will be on the unit theory of coin research. This again is for real collectors, not those who like gloss over substance. <laughs>